Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 74 of They Think Kit's All Over. Welcome, everybody. I am your host today, Tom at ShirtFan, and that is because... Adrian, our usual host, is serving a suspension. He's on a gardening leave at the moment. He's been found to, well, actually, I probably shouldn't address those rumours. He's definitely not been messaging anyone online, sending them photos of inappropriate things. He definitely hasn't had his ass out on Twitter, but he is on a suspension. So eat your heart out, Hugh Edwards. Who's joining me today? <laughs> is my cat footy shirts? <laughs> Scott up flying Scotty. He should have known there was going to be revenge after the comments he's made about you. While you've been and away. also, I would like to say that you said he definitely hasn't been sending pictures and there's no pictures he was asked about. I'd say that's allegedly because we don't know. There probably is. Exactly. I'll let the the listeners join the dots on that. I mean, does he seem like the kind of guy to have his ass out? Ass yes. out in a Roma shirt? Yes. <laughs> Ever had your ass out in a Bayern shirt, Mike? <laughs> no, 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 I don't think I have to be honest. No, no, this is not. It's definitely not my cup of tea. Scott, you've definitely had your ass out of box. I've not had my ass out in a box, but I have had it out. I did a naked chef uh, <laughs> evening for a bunch of girls once, where I just, <laughs> I just wore like a a kitchen apron and cooked and served dinner. <laughs> what? Why? <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, we were all young once. Somebody asked, I had nothing else to do. <laughs> I got free drink. <laughs> Moving on very, very swiftly. Just before we move on too far, this is a non-swearing episode, right? Is it? Mm, is it? Is it, Scott? Because mm. I missed the last one, so but I think it was the next one we did. So I was just clearing that up on the record before we go. So it's going to be a very boring Scotty today. And my three-word kit <laughs> reviews are going to be terrible. <laughs> You almost said a very boring fucking Scotty then, as you were saying. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the shirts. Anyone got any incomings this week? Anything been brought in? I have. Um, so as everybody knows, because they're probably bored shitless of it, but I'm obviously buying a lot of Fenerbahce shirts at the moment. I've had a bit of luck. I've had a, a, a really good one. A little while ago, I put on uh, Twitter that there was a particular shirt that was kind of top of my list for anybody that might remember that. And I was lucky enough to actually find it. Um, so so that one's on the way, but it's coming from Bosnia. And I'm going through that painful time at the moment where there's no update on the tracking. And you're just constantly checking it, thinking, the fuck, where is it? Um, but apart from that, I'm going to be honest with you, I've had a bit of bad luck. Um, but I think it might be a blessing in disguise. So a little while ago, I mentioned that I bought a shirt begrudgingly on eBay. And it was a Fenerbahce shirt. And it's that awful um, Puma third template. And luckily for me, the seller didn't send it. Um, so I'm getting a refund for it. So I'm getting my money back on it. So I think. Why didn't he send it? Um, just no contact. I bought it on eBay. Um, never sent. I sent messages, got nothing back. And then eBay had to step in and say, right, he's got until this date and you can have your money back. So I feel like that's something to do with the shirt that it was, to be honest, because that template's awful and I don't really want one, but <laughs> it means I've got to try and find it again now. Scott, anything new for you recently? So I actually, I've had a little bit of a lucky streak as well. I have only one shirt on. I have a few shirts I've not posted yet, but it's because I've been at work. But I do have one on the way, which is uh, Alex uh, Kitts Buyer bought the new Juventus away shirt, Authentic. And Adidas um, lost it in the post. So he got another one sent out. (laughs) And then the second one showed up. So he messaged me and said, did I want it? So he's sending it to me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> has it arrived yet though no it comes tomorrow you hope you hope it yes but we'll reserve yeah. thoughts on that event of shirt because i think i suspect we might be talking about it very very shortly because well, we, we are going to be oh go on scott go on oh i was just gonna just while we're talking i know we talk a lot about new football shirts but we have to speak about the fact that um chelsea have lost the central defender today and apparently <laughs> The person they might be lining up is old Harry Maguire. No, it's not happening. It's bollocks. <laughs> Sky sources can confirm it's absolute bollocks. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I really want him to leave. 
But if he moved to Chelsea, that would be even funnier. <laughs> no, it would not. I mean, how unlucky is Wesley Fofana, though? £80 million. Pounds, I think, I think, I could be wrong, the second most expensive defender of all time. And he's barely played the last two years. A double leg, leg break, ACL last year, now another ACL. He might be out for the year. 22 years of age. It's got to be devastating for him. It's going to be career impact. And if he keeps getting such serious injuries, he'll, he'll not be the same. Yeah, shocker, shocker. But onto the shirts, because there are plenty of new releases and we're going to be going through them right now. So what we're going to do, I'm not going to change it too much. We'll, we'll stick with Adrian's formula. Just put your pants back on, please. We are going to go through all of this week's latest releases. And I just want in a couple of words, your chap's opinions on them. Good, bad, ugly, whatever. Whatever you think, just don't give me a rating or a ranking because we're not bellends. So here we go. Are you ready? So I can't wait to hear what you say about this one. But we, Palmer released their shirt today on the day of recording. What do you think about this one, gents? We'll go Mike first. Terrible sponsor placement. Yeah, okay, I'm, it, it's, I feel bad because, I'm, I mean, I know they take a lot of flack, but they they have destroyed that shirt. I don't know who's... Who was in charge of where it got put? But yeah, that's they've absolutely murdered that shirt. Looking fully sublimated to me, that as well. Anyone else? Does appear to be, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like somebody got lost with a sleeve sponsor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, not so great. Much, so bad. Right. Moving on to bigger, brighter, better things. Perhaps the Arsenal away shirt. Not sure why, but really like it. What? Yeah, I'm not as offended as everybody else is. It's just it's what you get from a neon shirt. The worst bit will be it'll have a plain back. <laughs> it does look like it's got a plain back. But ne- neon shirts, really? I got I got no issue with neon shirts. And you know what? It's for me that just to elaborate on that a little bit as well. I think it's good because everybody. What, what in fact, what I will say is I find it hilarious because if you get a plain shirt, everybody says it's just a fucking template. As soon as they do something a little bit different with it, everybody goes, "Oh God, it looks like dog shit." What do you want? Do you want something completely unique, something bespoke like this, or do you want a plain shirt? You fucking choose. I will admit I like the fact it looks like it's perforated. I don't know if it is. I don't know if that's just the design, but I do like how that looks. Right, and then next. Similar, actually. Celtic away. Weird maze pattern. It, it looks like one of them, you know, those little handheld you, mazes you used to have with a little ball bearing inside it. It just <laughs> looks like one of them and I don't like it. Yeah, I thought it looked like a massive thumbprint or something. It's really weird. A bum print or a thumbprint? <laughs> uh, I'll stop with the asses now. I'll stop doing it. Uh, I'm not sure on that one. Is it popular with Celtic fans? Where's What is it? What is that pattern? I don't even know what the pattern is, but it doesn't seem to be popular with Celtic fans from what I read. (laughs) Well, I think they're all massively offended by the home shirt, aren't they? So they're they're like properly on the attack. (laughs) Well, from the ridiculous to the sublime, in my opinion, Bologna home. Lovely Jacquard weave. Is that Jacquard weave on that one? It is, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's incredible. I think think, uh, Adam, who's not with us today, put out a post, you know, he made a very good point that Macron are, are, they're top tier at the moment. They really are. And Puma have just taken a nosedive in the last, well, they've never been great in my opinion, but they're, the last couple of seasons, they're horrific. I think this Bologna shirt is, it's proper 90s, isn't it? It's just proper 90s Italian classic. I love it. Well, you slagged Puma off there, but we're going to Puma next. And I like this one. We're going Borussia Mönchengladbach away. Brilliant from Puma. Well, it, 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 it's a shame that they have to do it with a throwback, but it just goes to show that they can do good shirts. I would, uh, I'll be interested to see if they, I really like the Bruce Munching Gladbach's black shirts. I got the one from three years ago, was it, with Turam when they were in the Champions League? So I'll be, because uh, I know they've come out home and away, right? The away is a white one. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if they bring out a black version, because it is, as Mike said, it's a, it's a great shirt. Are we giving this minus points because it is a throwback then? No, I don't think so. I, ju- I just, be, uh, the thing is Puma generally are shit at the minute. I, I do agree with that. But then they do have some high points as well. Like for me, a lot of the lower league clubs that they seem to be working with, there seems to be a bit more freedom there. Like um, Plymouth are one of the good examples of that. Um, they've had some good bespoke shirts over the last few years, as well as a really good use of the template. 
obviously I'm now picking up Fenerbahce shirts as I keep fucking banging on about. <laughs> and uh, they seem to do well for Fenerbahce as well with some some really nice shirts. And again, with the, the Bruce Emotion Club back, there seems to be good shirts there. So they're clearly capable of putting out good football shirts soon. I just I just don't know what the fuck's going on with the rest of it. And there's nothing wrong with a throwback, as long as you don't flog the horse. You know what I mean? You think about it, I mean, these clubs are 100 years old. How, how many how many kit designs can they do? I, mm. I, love, a, I love a modern inspired, like a, uh, sorry, a retro inspired shirt. You know, the Man United away from last season was, that it wasn't the snowflake, but it was the same colours and they kind of modernised it. Then a, a you know a Hummel proper throwback. I, I really enjoy it as long as you don't do it every single time. There's there's nothing wrong with it. It'd be interesting to know what the fans actually think of that one because when we had the uh, Treacot's book guy on a fair few episodes ago, he was a BMG fan, but they they didn't. He said they weren't really fond of those shirts at the time. So it'd be interesting to see mm. what the fans actually thought of that one. It's interesting how the comments you guys are making are flowing really nicely into the next shirts we've got coming up. And I promise this isn't rehearsed because, Scott, you mentioned how many different designs can you do for one club over 100 years? So next we're going to Sampdoria, home and away. We'll start with the home. What are your thoughts on that, Mike? Same as always. <laughs> Scott? You know, I'm probably in the minority with this, especially on in this pod, but I have... I'm not that fussed about Sampdoria home shirts. I don't dislike them, but I've, I've I don't own one, and I've never felt the need. I think I love the I do love the tone of blue, but I I yeah I don't get it. I think they're nice, but not earth shattering. See this shirt, I think it's and the away. The away is very small. I'll ask what you think about that in a minute. But this shirt's gone down really well online, despite the fact, as Mike says, it's quite hard to make a Sampdoria shirt look different. Do you think that they've done enough to make this one distinguishable from the last couple? Do you know what? All, all joking aside, I kind of think that it is, it's, a, it's an impossible task with Sampdoria shirts because they're always going to look like that. Um, this one, in all fairness to it, all joking aside, it does have a nice pattern within the shirt when you see it up close. But ultimately, you're only going to see that if you're pretty much holding that shirt or coming uncomfortably close to a stranger wearing it so when it's on the pitch it's going to look exactly the same as every other shirt that that's the only problem I think the collar and the cuffs look really good tied in with the colors of the band across the chest but yeah what 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 can they do Uh, the, the biggest problem for me if I'm honest is always the sponsor placement I don't like the way it sits above it just it just looks a bit off for me so for me it's not a lot really that's different and then the away shirt Sampdoria it's got a, it's kind of like a, a sailory look to it will you be coming in close to any strangers in that one Mike <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know how to answer that so I'm just going to move on and talk about the shirt um, uh, same old shit nice collar and cuffs Scott yeah Lovely looking, and for those of you uh, that were having trouble with this last week, that's a polo shirt there. So notice the uh, the button neck and the collar. That's a polo shirt. Um, yeah, again, it's a nice looking shirt, but I wouldn't be running. I wouldn't be running online to grab one. But I do think it's a very, um, it's a very aesthetically pleasing shirt. We'll rattle through these next ones because uh... this is why there's no news because there was <laughs> so many this week. <laughs> So Sheffield United home, back in the Prem. Needs a sponsor. Yeah, I think it's a good use of chunky stripes, though. But I think Ira are a really good brand as well. They've Some of my favourite Parma shirts were, you know, outside of the Lottos was was um, Ira. They're really, really good. Quick skip, hop and a jump back over to Italy. And Bari's home shirt. Decent, not amazing. Yeah, and that, that sponsor is really not nice. It's, it's massive, isn't it? It, no wonder they have trouble working around it. Well, from a big sponsor to a smaller one, Udinese's home shirt with the, the retro throwback badge. Decent badge, shit shirt. I was going to say, they've absolutely murdered what could have been really good with a cool badge. There's been a murder. I mean, that the sponsors, front and back, horrific. That big old stripe in the middle <laughs> and then the block for the name set. I mean, that... That is almost everything I hate in a show. I'm going to need a bit of help with this one, gents, because I have no fucking clue who this is. 
Who's this? Blue shirt, white collar. Hang on, is that is that Swindon away shirt? Oh, don't say that. It'll kill me. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's have a look. Let me Google it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to leave that in. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'll sod it. I'll leave it in. (laughs) Swindon away. Decent. Good. Good Puma shirt. Yeah. Again, I mean, nicer. I love a collar, and I think yeah, the it's almost like a wavy style. uh, shading of the blue through the the pinstripe so yeah it's really smart smart shot well this one i'm looking forward to hearing what you think about this for net home i'm gonna stick to the three words absolute dog shit oh i'm gonna you know do you know i don't own a single for shirt i don't think i don't think any of them have ever been good kappa nike i'm not into it and it's not because it's hipster. I, I'm just not, I'm not that fussed. The only reason I would ever buy one is if I visited Venice. That's it. I'm surprised to hear you say that because I've definitely seen you hanging out some uh, dodgy establishments around Shoreditch, mate. So I'm surprised you're not a hipster. But <laughs> have Venezia jumped the shark, do you think, with their kit releases at the minute? I'm not sure what they're trying to do. Do you know, when I look at them, that's what I think. I'm like, what are they actually trying? trying to achieve because they're doing really weird like badge placements and and that gold the gold color that they're using is really not my thing at all i think i think what they're doing is exactly what we're doing they're, they're just making people talk about it for, for, yeah. for whether it's positive or negative like they're, they're clearly aiming for sort of like the high fashion look for me, it's fucking awful. Like, I'm not a big fan of like fashion collabs in football shirts anyway, unless they're more football orientated than fashion. Um, but the, this shirt, it, for me, is up there with the worst football shirts I've I've ever seen. I think it's fucking horrendous. I really do. Wow. It's like Gucci, isn't it? That's it's like the almost like the Gucci style label, isn't it? The, it's the it's lit- front. It is literally designed in hope of seeing someone like fucking Kim Kardashian wearing it. that That's what it's for. It's to try and attract that sort of person just to get a little bit of sort of like publicity. I think it's terrible. Terrible. I think it's too on the nose. I think I agree with you, Mike. That's exactly what they're trying to do. But it's even too on the nose for someone like a Kim Kardashian or, a, you know, like one of these... I was about to say chic people, like some fucking Vogue editor, but... Uh, it's too on the nose. It's too much. I don't like it at all. I think it's it's a terrible, terrible shirt. Um, but moving on to something a little bit better, because Umbro have been on fire this year. And the Cambridge United away shirt. As good as anything else we've seen. Ooh. Yeah. Glorious 90s Umbro. Inter Milan home with their new Paramount Plus sponsor. Same as last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a lot different, is it? They've changed the colour of the badge. But ultimately, it, it, I know they got them weird jagged stripes on it, but it looks similar to last year. Do you know the thing that is annoying me the most is the the neon yellow badge and Nike tick and then the bright white sleeve sponsor and Paramount sponsor? Mm. Yeah, it's a contrast, isn't it? Yeah, I don't like it. But I have a new love for Inter. Um because they've been absolutely rinsing Lukaku today. <laughs> I, I knew you. Were, I knew you were going to say about that. You know, I love it. I love them. With, with the shirt, what one thing that is quite interesting is we, towards the end of last season, we were talking about this shirt with the Paramount sponsor for the Champions League final and so on. And I said that it would be interesting if they stick with that sponsor because obviously the idea that they could use different sponsors if they're allowed to, you know, with different shows and so on. And at the time, the idea was they probably aren't sticking with it. But now they have. It'll be interesting to see if that happens at all in cup competitions or Champions League or whatever. And I really like this next one. We're going Union Berlin away. Beautiful colours, brilliant pattern, amazing quality shirt. Am I the only one that absolutely hates that badge? Yes. Oh, I think it looks great on there. No, I hate it. It's too, it's too uneven for me. It's, it's just a big rectangle. It throws me off. I really don't like it. And that goes for all the shirts. I don't like it. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. Wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> right now, I'm just get- oh, sorry, just have to interrupt because I'm getting an update from the BBC because we're talking Wrexham, who get far too much fucking coverage. We're talking, I think, away and third. I don't really care. Who cares? What do you think about this? I won't mention the fact we're trying to record a Wrexham special then. (laughs) 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 We'll just move on from that. Have Um, we not done that yet? Not yet. I had to rearrange. (laughs) Um, I don't think we will now, to be honest. (laughs) Their owners have sense of humour, don't they? Nah, I I think... They get far too much coverage coming up next week. (laughs) 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 The hypocrisy of that is amazing. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, the shirts that I which one are we which one are we doing? Away in third, I think. With a uh, but, from a red, so I do not both both of them great shirts, just Macron doing it again. Absolute shill. <laughs> no, the white one that that united on the white one, not breaking up the stripes and the colour. You know, they've changed the colour for the which is the black one, which I'm assuming is the third. So why did they have to choose the United Blue for the white, green and red shirt? I don't get it. But the black one I like, definitely. Very nice uh, pattern on it. But the sponsor ruins it away. Fair enough. And now we're going to go for I'm forever blowing bubbles because it's West Ham's home shirt. I hate it and I hope they get relegated. (laughs) That looks like something you'd buy out of a Disney gift shop. The bubbles on it. I mean, I yeah. feel. I mean, good for them for trying it, but yeah, it's, it's they've not pulled it off. I think the thoughts there, but it's a shocker, isn't it? The conception yeah. of that yeah. is a shocker. Um, yeah. Juventus away, another quality Juve shirt. Love it. Yeah, I love this shirt. Love it. And even the it's... idea of which mountains was it? I forget the mountain range, but there's like a picture of the pink sky with a grey. Yeah, brilliant concept throwing it onto a shirt and, and they've absolutely smashed it yeah i'm a big fan of that it's a great color palette an unusual one it really works on the, that adidas authentic material too um and speaking about angry fans we'll probably see um Valovich on it because <laughs> he's not going to psg everyone no we're not talking geopolitical <laughs> issues scott today <laughs> we're not doing that we're not talking that's who i always put on my uv shirt so i'm glad that he's staying we're not doing geopolitical issues and territory disputes Sunday's podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> not what I'm hosting anyway. But anyway, Napoli's home shirt, Scudetto patch on the front. Just meh. I would agree with Mike if it wasn't for the fact that this is the first time EA7 have actually managed to put out a decent shirt. So I think we all need to applaud the fact that however long it's been, they've finally put out a football shirt. Oh, see, I'm not a fan of this one. I think it looks no, I was going to say, it, is it decent or is it just less shit than the rest? It's not as good as last year's, I don't think. Well, I like it. It's got the, the collars good, matching the Italian flag, the Scudetto. They've not put some silly pattern on the sleeve. It doesn't have lips on it. <laughs> or spider webs. Leave my lips alone, <laughs> Scott. Maradona's fingerprint that was Celtic I've done that so I wondered where you was going with that then <laughs> uh, not this week on. remember this is wholesome <laughs> Scott this week dirty Leeds United's home shirt fantastic use of templates it's... I'm going to sneeze I was going to say have you just choked Scott's just choked <laughs> no I was going to say it, it's going to look absolutely great in the championship Oh, yeah. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> right, so uh, interesting one, this next one, because this was a listener's request and a shout out to at Connor HCAFC. I'm guessing he's a whole fan because he wanted to know your thoughts on the whole city away shirt after their new collaboration with Kappa. I really like this one. I'm going to elaborate a little bit. The reason I really like this one is for two things. I like the little touch of colour that they've put on the collar, that little bit of the the whole orange, amber, whatever you'd refer to it as. But what I really, really like about the shirt is it's, it looks to me like it the, 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 the template of it looks like a bit of a throwback to the old combat shirts it's got those Mm. that stitching around the sleeves and down the body and i actually think for a simple shirt it looks really really good yep 
I agree. Not only that, the collar, like you said, lovely touch on the collar. It's got the side panels, as you said, like the back to the 2002 style Kappa shirts. But also the, the colorways just really work. The sponsor of obviously being good enough to let them use the same orange, which matches the, the obviously the whole city colors with the badge there. So, yeah, it's a really aesthetically pleasing shirt. It's very good. Yeah, it's a great shout with the, uh, the those combat shirts. It, it does look like those. You stuck a you know totty ten on the back of that. You wouldn't be amiss for thinking that's a Roma shirt from around two thousand, would you? Do you know what it yeah. is? It, it actually reminds me of the the Auxerre ones um, with the mm. PlayStation sponsor. It look, mm, looks a lot. Yeah. Like those. Look, looks really good. Really like it. I think it's a case of Kappa doing understated better than when they over elaborate, which I think they've done next with this Monaco home shirt. Yeah, I I'd agree. Less is more. Um, uh, of a bit like with Sampdoria, to me, you don't need to do too much with a Monaco shirt, and this is this is too much. Not not a fan. And this is a good instance of showing how just because something works on one shirt, it doesn't on the other because the side panel breaks up that pattern, which looks really messy. And have you noticed how weird is that collar? Because it looks like a collar but it's just a different style. But that's clearly been designed, because look at the shape of the stitching. It's been mm. designed to look like a collar, but it's obviously not one. Yeah, weird that, actually. It's a good shout. I didn't yeah. even spot that. Yeah, very strange. I, I, the more I look at that shirt, the less I like it, actually. Yeah. What? Millwall. Millwall home. Not, not great. Not as good as some of their shirts from the last few seasons. Pool sponsor, though. Yeah, I would agree. I, I'm not really into the pattern, just giving up halfway up the shirt. And I'd be interested so to see what the the meaning behind the, the pattern is. I've heard it's uh, the greys you get on your knees when you've been punched in the face by the <laughs> Millwall wide boys. <laughs> uh, Scott, I'm going to need your expert eye. Is that a, a Motherwell shirt I see there? That is a Motherwell shirt. Motherwell home? Yes. Lovely, it's it's lovely shirt, lovely colours. Macron done it again, but that sponsor is still fucking visible. So get rid of that completely. It's, <laughs> it, it's under the badge. Ah, <laughs> what's the point of that? Why is it uh, there? Yeah, it's, it's, but it's still not small enough. Fuck it off. <laughs> they'll be they'll be uh, welcomed into the blue side of Glasgow with an orange sash on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we leave that in? You've got, why have you got to upset everyone in, the, in those realms? Right, that's the end of a, a mammoth review of this week's kit releases. I feel fucking knackered, do you two? Yeah, it's exhausting. And there's more to come. The 24th, which is probably going to be in enough time for next week, is the, the much-anticipated hideous United away shirt. Um, and I think, yeah, I think there's a few more few more to pop in we'll be revisiting the next batch of releases next week but that's enough of us talking bollocks about football shirt design because really it's just our opinions and we don't really know what it is to design a football shirt and how it all works which is why this week we spoke to the founder of Icarus FC who create design and manufacture completely bespoke football kits for a range of professional and amateur grassroots level teams. So please enjoy. So welcome everyone. We have a very special feature coming across the Atlantic for you today because I am joined by the brands that's daring to fly very close to the sun and not get burnt. And that is everyone's favourite and most well-established custom kit designers, Icarus. And today I'm joined by Robbie Smuckler. Hello, Robbie. Hey, Tom. Thanks for having me on. No, no, it's a pleasure. I was just saying you're a brand and a person we've wanted to talk to for some time now. But I thought best way to start for the ill-informed people that don't know, could you introduce yourself and Icarus, the brand? Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Robbie Smuckler. I'm the founder of Icarus. Uh, we started in 2017. Uh, and since then, I've provided kits for well over <laughs> 1,500 clubs at this point. I, I'm not keeping track, unfortunately. I probably should be. But um, yeah, I mean, our, our main, the main reason we are, are here is to provide teams with um, custom kits and, and more 
um, importantly, a, a designer to work with them on their custom kits. So rather than just, you know, come to a site and, you know, use a 3D template or whatever to design your kits, it's more of a conversation between your club and one of our designers. Um, and I think that sort of conversation allows us to learn a little bit more about you um, and try to target the designs more for your culture and, and what your team's about. So I think that's kind of just been our main sort of service um, as we've kind of chugged along. And I think that's really how we've been able to establish ourselves because we really do get an inside view on each club and um, are able to work with them to create kind of the kit of their dreams. I mean, that, that's an incredible number you mentioned there, 1,500 clubs in a short time, really, six years. I mean, you're the founder, but is your background in design and how many of you design and how do you manage that volume of clubs? Yeah, totally. Um, so my background is not in design, but over the course of the past seven years, I've pretty much, um, you know, taught myself enough to be able to do enough to um, provide the services we provide. But um at the moment, we have eight people at the company. Um, three of us are designers. So between the three of us, um, you know, we're designing all the kits. You know, and every now and then, um, we'll bring in sort of like a guest designer um, on a project or maybe a club has a designer they're working with. Um, so we'll work with those. But uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a bit of uh, design work, but I think we all really enjoy it. So it doesn't feel like work. Of course. I mean, it must be a real labor of love, so to speak. And that's a lot of labor, 1500 different kits. And I mean, for those that don't know what is great about what you guys do, it's a completely bespoke service, isn't it? Each time you work with a club and you work with with them to, to build their kit, it's completely mm -hmm. bespoke to them. Is that that's correct, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we don't think any kit should be the same. So every club we work with, we want to design something unique. So, you know, what we say is no two clubs are the same, so no two kits are the same. And I think we try to, every club we work with, we try to really focus on um, sort of their input uh, and mesh that with our design experience and general aesthetic to create something, um, you know, magical and that the, the club wants to wear on and off. So I'm really interested for someone that is not well versed in the design, really, or the process of designing a kit. Could you kind of walk us through it? Say I came to you now as a customer. And I say, right, I want a bespoke shirt for my football team. Mm -hmm. how, how would we go about that? What's the, the footprint to, to create in that kit? Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty simple. So we have a design form uh, or rather questionnaire um, that will just sort of push you to fill out. And that will kind of give us an idea of, you know, um, what kind of kits you like. Are you looking for something, you know, from sort of the mild to wild scale? Right. So are you looking for something more traditional, which would be like a one or two, or you want to go, let us go really crazy with it, which would be like a nine or 10. Um, and in that, you know, you're able to upload logos, um, kits you like. So we just get a general idea of what you're about. And then it's really just a conversation. So we'll shoot over the first design round generally within 48 hours. And then we'll just kind of go back and forth until you guys see what you like. We try to limit stuff to five designs. Um, five rounds, but obviously things can go over. Um, but I think we've gotten pretty good at um, kind of understanding what our client wants. So we're usually able to get this done within four rounds. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really, it, it really can be as intensive a process as you'd like. Uh, obviously, there is a timeline for clubs. So um, some clubs want to move things more quickly, which we're, you know, we're easy to work with in that respect. So um, it really just depends on the club. And, you know, I think from an efficiency standpoint, um, do we spend more time on bigger clubs probably not do we spend as much time on your you know 10 unit club as your 500 unit club i'd say probably which is pretty unique in the space i think because is that a smart thing to do probably not but i think for us we just love working with grassroots clubs because everyone at the company uh you know was either a captain or played on you know a, an adult uh sort of recreational club and we all understand what goes into it so we really respect working with kind of the smaller clubs because um, they deserve, you know, as much attention as anyone else, you know. So we really work, you know, kind of with all different level, levels of clubs. So love working with, you know, small teams as much as we do larger teams. Yeah, I love that. And four rounds of design process. So you can create mm -hmm. a fully finished kit in less than it takes Todd Burley to get a Chelsea squad of transfer windows. So very impressive. Exactly. I have to say um but 
do you ever say no do you ever have limitations do you ever see something so wild from a client yeah just like, we can't do that yeah definitely i mean so you know we'll have clients that ask us ask us to sort of treat us almost like like we're an ai kind of art machine <laughs> and be you know draw this person you know we don't have the capabilities to do full paintings or even drawing so we do ask clubs for a bit of artwork in that respect or you know to find us artwork that we're able to use um so that's really the, the limitations on it but generally you know in terms of types of patterns you send us what you like we'll figure out something that that works for you guys so um our limitations are, are fairly small and you know and obviously we try not to you know recreate designs that have already been done through you know other suppliers because uh that's just not right but um you know that is something that people come to us quite a bit with and you know it's one of those things where you know it, it doesn't feel right to do it so we don't do it um, yeah and that's kind of just that yeah that's admirable and it's, it's certainly a practice a lot of bigger brands don't follow so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i'm not sure about that but yeah i was just that's interesting though could could you perhaps say which design you get requested most that's a copy would you get like say the holland oh. 88 or you know yeah i'd say that's in the top five kits we are asked to recreate and obviously like that kit um you know legally i don't know what you're allowed to do with it but we can do something similar. So we get that a lot and we're able to usually create something that kind of, you know, vibes with that design. Yeah. Um, so I'd say, you know, that's a kind of kit we get a lot of requests for. Uh, the, the West Germany 88 kit um, oh, obviously is, is huge. Really anything from, from um, you know, World Cup in the, in the late 80s and 90s, we get a lot of requests for. And then obviously you get your, um, you know, your, your Nigeria 2018, um, <laughs> you know, and, and, and boy, there are a lot of them. We get a lot of Ford Madison requests, which is, you know, pretty ah, yeah. funny, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, it's really, it's really all over, but um, I think generally the requests are usually pretty um, unique. Um, so I'd say it's, it, it, they're much more of teams uh, coming to us with their own ideas rather than just, you know, uh, snagging one from, you know, famous kit. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's interesting because the, the kits that you do produce and we're going to come on to something that showcases that perfectly. They are incredibly unique and a lot of them are incredibly out there. There are the few more traditional ones, but the perfect showcase for people that really want to see what kind of work it is you guys do is something that you did two weeks ago now. And it was the Icarus Cup where you bes- mm-hmm. this is incredible on its own, by the way, you provided bespoke kits for 80 different teams. Could you perhaps yeah. tell us a bit about what the Icarus Cup is and how you yeah, got totally. this? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, the Icarus Cup is a 77 tournament we run in Philadelphia. Um, and kind of the interesting twist on it is that, you know, instead of just showing up with, you know, whatever jersey your team wears, or maybe you don't even have jerseys, you have matching T-shirts. Um, excuse me. When you sign up, you get to choose from over 80 different designs we've made specifically for the tournament. Um, so you know, basically in, in January, we all got together, the whole design team, and started just putting together some of our favorite um, kits we love and then just kind of riffing off of them and figuring out, like, themes we like and that kind of thing. So we ended up producing around 200 different designs that we really had to um, sort into a top 80. Um, so it was pretty brutal. A lot of people, uh, myself included, were sad some of our kits didn't make it, but that's what's going to happen when you kind of just really really try to make kits as magical as they possibly can so for us this tournament it's a great way to get meet some of our clients and get kind of a bunch of people in philly playing and and having that sort of tangible interaction with uh the clubs we work with because you know a lot of us stuff we do is online um so there's that angle too and then another angle is we get to show off um kind of the best of you know our imagination so yeah, I mean, it, it, it was kind of a crazy experience to see 80 different teams wearing 80 different kits designed specifically for them for that tournament. I mean, I bet it was an absolute colour explosion. And we, we will be sharing some of these designs on the pod socials when this goes out. But just to talk, I mean, you must love this as a design team to be able to create that many kits that are purely based out of your imaginations you know you're not going off of a a remit so to speak it's just what you think looks great and you can certainly (laughs) see some of the inspirations that you've used when you look at these kits I mean I'll go on to what my favorites are but there's certainly like 
it's interesting you say you you all thought about your favorite kits and then tried to riff on them and you can see that throughout but can i ask what your favorite one is or your favorite oh, couple, and where the inspiration came from yeah that's a good question so um i i took a lot of inspiration for the designs from um just the city of philadelphia so quite a few of them are kind of based on on kind of imagining what uh, kits I would have made for the teams I grew up loving. Um, so I'd say kind of the, my favorites of the bunch are, are the 76ers one, which is kind of an ode to uh, late 80s, early 90s Sixers colors and, and designs. Um, and that featured two robbers on the front, which is a, an awesome sort of seltzer and restaurant, uh, seltzer brand and restaurant in Philly. The other ones I did that I, I really enjoyed were um, the ayahuasca design which um, I, I think was a pretty controversial design when we were um, putting together the, the final 80. Um, but that's something I, I really just enjoy kind of geeking out on geometric patterns and yeah, taking, to, taking them to as crazy a place as possible. Um, so I had a lot of fun with that one. Uh, I wasn't on ayahuasca while I did it, but definitely imagined that uh, – I was on an ayahuasca trip and and what I would make there. So, (laughs) Um, and then, you know, Cosma is another design I love. Um, I'm really interested in sort of Middle Eastern patterns and motifs. So getting to work on a design that uh, was really influenced by um, some doors I found uh, online in the Cosma um, in Hmm. Algeria um, was a really fun way or rather Tunisia man, I can't remember which Cosmo I was looking at, but um, <laughs> it, it was really just based on sort of patterns we found on, on really interesting doorways in, in, in the Cosmo section of the city. You know, so we had two other designers at Icarus do, doing work on these, um, AJ and Jaden, and um, some of my favorite of theirs uh, include, um, there's a, a, a rupture design, which is like a really neat Photoshop design, which uh, we've been sort of working with more and more in the past couple uh past couple of year really that rupture it's like a tie-dye it's like purple tie-dye yeah, exactly. effect isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah it's, it's really nice so Jaden um put that one together um and then another one I really really enjoy is uh the trauma one that Jaden also put together and that's um sort of like a tie-dye-ish black to blue to purple where I just really love the the, the color scheme there yeah, I'm getting um, Woodstock vibes from that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there, there are obviously so many I can I can talk about, but um, I think all the goalkeeper designs are, are really innovative, which is you know a credit to to Jaden and AJ um, for putting those together. Yeah, I mean, I think those are my favorite. There are a couple on our site that um, that we weren't able to sell due to some um, sponsor stuff, but um, right. really just. A lot of them are, are, I think all of them are, are awesome and obviously think, love the, the Holland design too, yeah. um, which you can kind of tell what that's inspired by, but yeah. I, I was just about to say, I think what's great about so many of them is you can see that inspiration for, and it, they're playful, aren't they? And some, you, you mentioned some of the sponsors and some of these sponsors are, are awesome, by the way, and will be familiar names to football fans and football culture fans, but I mean, I'm just going to pick out some of my favourites. And I have to admit, a lot of my favourites are ones that have taken inspiration from from the other kits. So I think the best one for me is the Palermo one, which is pink, lovely uh, yeah, button-up collar with black geometric design. And the Mundial sponsor, it's just so cool. It's very yeah, cool. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> that's actually, that's the cleanest of the bunch. Um, yeah. And that's something I, I should have mentioned, but I think that's also one of my favorites as well. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant shirt. I, I have to admit, I, I love that one. And uh, funnily enough, I mean, I'm a Chelsea fan, but, you know, Southwest London boy. What, the other one that caught my eye was the one called Secret Walls, which for people that haven't seen it, it's uh, white yeah. with a black strip across the middle. And it looks so much like a 90s Fulham shirt. It's brilliant. Yeah. I loved it, but I'm a bit too close to my Chelsea roots to have to have liked <laughs> that one as my favorite. But it's another really nice one. Yeah, one of our um, one of our uh, our colleagues is is um, a Fulham season ticket holder, so uh, I think ah, that was see, that definitely it. made it in here. <laughs> yeah, definitely made it in here for probably that reason alone. Yeah, another one I just want to pick out as well because 
it was one of my favourite shirts of last year, the Spain away shirt at the World Cup. And you have a shirt called Bubbles, which has a very similar <laughs> to design, but kind of mixes up the red and the blue. And yeah. The purple. Another lovely one, I thought. Yeah, that's really interesting. So I think when the, the colour scheme for that was very different when we started, and we kind of just played around with it until we found a colour scheme we liked. And that's actually mm. the first time I've thought about Spain kit, honestly. Uh, and you're right, it does remind me quite a bit of it now. At it. <laughs> so breaking news you heard it here first but not adidas <laughs> they didn't hear anything <laughs> um yeah they're absolutely fantastic shirts and of course i've just got to mention as well phil delves will be a name familiar to a lot of the listeners on this podcast and of course he designed one of these shirts for you guys yeah. himself with his his own youtube channel phil's corner as the sponsor mm-hmm. i mean must be very happy to have worked with phil and happy with his design yeah, no, so Phil's kind of been a, a fan of the show for a bit now, um, but uh, it, it's always fun working with him. I think his, his profile for a while, for his profile for a while was the Stroidal Propriat shirt. So when we saw he was doing, you know, designing for other clubs, we reached out and we were like, all right, we got to get Phil to design something again. He came, you know, with an absolute banger here. Um, this was actually worn by one of the uh, Wawa teams at the tournament, so... Yeah, just the the orange and pink and red color scheme just worked really nicely. I'm really glad you mentioned that Pripyat shirt because we did speak briefly off the record and I said that I know there are a lot of fans of that shirt in the football (laughs) shirt world. And it's really interesting kind of looking back through your back catalogue of designs. You do these historic concept shirts. And I mean, I've got to ask, you, you must be history fans because you've got the Pripyat shirt, which home and away, which was very popular. And I think you had to do a number of runs on that on first release. Mm-hmm. And then there's the ancient Egypt home and away shirts with the hieroglyphs down the front and the gold lettering. Both really nice. And I imagine big sellers for you guys. But are you history lovers in the design office? Because you do seem to take a lot of inspiration from history. Yeah, so... I myself am. And so most of the, almost all the historical concepts are kind of uh, me playing around with, you know, clubs for these ancient sort of cities and places in history. Um, And that's sort of my downtime, I'd say, is me kind of uh, geeking out over this stuff and being kind of a history nerd and um, that kind of thing. So I think if it was up to me, uh, that's all I would be doing, would be just making up kits for you know uh clubs that uh may or may not have existed in the ancient uh world but um it's really just a creative outlet for me um yeah. in a way to kind of so like the, one of the reasons like i started the business was um i had kind of been making faux clubs and jerseys for faux clubs um and it became kind of an expensive habit so uh i had to get real teams to support that habit and then kind of just grew into a business but um, at the heart of, you know, Icarus is playing around with, you know, places, researching into their history and trying to figure out a kit and badge that makes sense for them. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's a, you know, as downtime activities go, it's definitely a productive one, especially with the yeah, popularity totally. of that Pripyat shirt. Yeah, Again, yeah. just uh, off the bat question for you then. So if that's what you really like to do. What historic period would you really like to incorporate into a design? Yeah, so... It's a good question because we're sort of been building up to this for a while now, but we're going to be dropping a um, our ancient Greek league in September, hopefully. And that was pretty much just me doing a deep dive into ancient Greek, Greek history uh, and focusing on the different city states um, as, as well as Greek mythology and trying to create badges and pits for all these different clubs that could have existed in, in the ancient world. So that's kind of been what I've spending most of my you know, downtime on is is making kits for an ancient Greek league. But uh, yeah, we'll be we'll be dropping that soon. So I'm excited kind of for everyone to see it. And hopefully they enjoy it as much as kind of I have enjoyed working on it. Yeah, that sounds very exciting. I'm, I'm looking forward to a Sparta FC or something along those lines. And I promise uh, I haven't got any yeah. insight. But... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean, the Sparta had to be in it. But it's not just these kind of concepts and 
bespoke offerings that you do for kind of localized teams you do have professional clubs in your oeuvre mm-hmm. don't you in your in your catalogue can you tell us a bit more about some of those teams because I know you've got some in Botswana in Bhutan all across the world how different that is to the concept side of designing yeah totally so it's actually not different at all to the concept side because ultimately um the way these deals work um is we're really given a ton of creative license in, in you know in exchange for you know, cheaper pricing, um, what what have you. So working with professional clubs in the U.S. is, is very difficult um, for a brand like myself, just due to um, sort of the corporate structure, as well as um, some bigger name brands are kind of in that space, and it's kind of difficult to to work your way in. So we sort of thought to ourselves, okay, where can we go where our shirts would be worn in front of lots of fans? And we started digging around, and our first kind of inkling was, okay, Africa. Uh, as a continent, these clubs have massive support. There's not a ton of brands in there trying to really outfit these clubs. You see a lot of clubs that are, you know, almost DIY uh, kits or, you know, ordering them from, you know, a white label service. So we thought to ourselves, let's try to work with brands in Africa. And and we ultimately settled on Ghana as a place that really made sense just through connections we made. Um, And, you know, sort of my partner in this, Johnny, Johnny Hopcroft, he was really the one who nailed down the deals and all that. But uh, the economic side of it worked worked for us and worked for the clubs where we were able to get some of those clubs. Um, and at this point, we have three, uh, three clubs in the Ghana Premier League. Um, two of them are in the uh, second league. So another two in, the, in the, you know, the second division. And then we have a club in Botswana. We have a club in Bhutan, Timfu City, which was a really awesome project to work because we got to walk, work with Paul Watson on that um, and Hishi Tering, who, who runs the club in Bhutan which is just an amazing place to to visit, um, I imagine. So we're kind of trying to work on getting over there at some point. But um, it, I mean, it's a beautiful kit, that, that Timpu City one as well in Bhutan. It's, I think that's one of my favorites of the, the, the professional clubs that you outfit. It's a lovely, lovely shirt, that home shirt. Yeah, so it is a, um, I can't remember the exact name for the pattern, but it is a very Bhutanese pattern. The, the kind of Easter egg in there is that if you look closely, at those dots, it spells out DC FC, so Timbu City FC, um, uh, yes. which is a nice little Easter egg. So that was like a really fun club to work on because they kind of gave us free reign to, to run with our ideas. So did, um, you know, th- th- it's called a Marta pattern. Um, so did a Marta okay. pattern kit, did a, uh, a dragon, a, a sort of blackout dragon kit. Uh, Bhutan, the, the flag is a dragon. Dragons are very... Um, uh, significant there so had to do something like that and then the other jersey we did was um sort of based on bhutan being one of the highest uh countries in the world so did like sort of like a like sort of a eastern asian inspired uh cloud pattern sort of gradient into blue so yeah that was like one of the most fun projects to work on yeah i mean they, they all look great and again they're, they're they're so distinctive i think that's what's good like you wear, you wear one of these i mean it's at the moment in england it's it's very much festival season so like retro yeah. kits, you know, the kind of wild shirts, like the kits that you guys manufacture and you design, they are like fodder, absolute fodder for festival season out here. And these Icarus Cup ones that we're going to share with people, you're heading to wireless wherever you're going this summer. It's like pure festival feeling, these kind of shirts. Yeah, but- absolutely. The professional clubs you work with, do you have plans to move into any other territories then or are you consolidating for now? No, no. I mean, truthfully, our um, and, and this is like something we've been talking about internally is we are spread a bit thin right now just with eight people and doing the amount of work we're doing. So it hasn't given us a ton of time to kind of go after um, clubs and, and really be proactive in, in who we want to get. So basically over the past couple of years, we really haven't had much time to reach out to clubs to work with them. So a lot of it has been kind of incoming, you know, word of mouth kind of stuff. So we're making a lot of internal changes that will allow us to start really reaching out to clubs and and trying to grow kind of the business and and spread the good word, right, if you will. So yeah, I mean, and at that point, you know, we just want to be working with clubs that have an interesting history, that have a fan base, that understand kind of where we're coming from and and how we see the game and how we see the world. So yeah, just just want to work with, you know, any club that's kind of willing to work with us, really. 
I mean, I'm looking forward very much to seeing where the brand goes in the future. It's a company and a brand that everyone in the kit space I know will be keeping a really close eye on. Before we wrap this up and before I go, we always like to ask our guests one question on this podcast. And I'm going to ask you that shortly. But the first thing I want to know is what is your team, Robbie? Who do you support? (laughs) Well, so I I get asked this question a lot and it's always a bummer of an answer because I don't support it. I don't have a team I support. And, And that's it. That's because I grew up sort of such a massive Philadelphia sports fan, like in a way that I didn't have a choice, sort of. It was just so ingrained in me that I found it very difficult to have that sort of feeling with any other club. So, you know, I've I've tried in the past. Uh, It just never sticks. I, I, you know, I'm starting to, and as the union have have, have been around longer, it's starting to seep in. So I'd say the Philadelphia Union in MLS. And then sort of in England and the rest of the world, I, I really don't care that much. So I, I care about the, you know, I watch a lot of it, but I, I don't have a club I support. So. I was going to say, because I know that you did once upon a time receive a Andrei Shevchenko shirt. So I was hoping you was going to say Chelsea, maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's, it's just uh, I've uh, the Andrei Shevchenko uh, shirt was uh, a, a lot of people, when I was growing up, a lot of people said I played like Shevchenko. And That's my family has some, some compliment. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and then my, my family has some sort of Ukrainian heritage. So uh, there is always kind of just in my head, love Shevchenko, but, uh, you know, AC Milan, uh, Chelsea, never really, never really cared too much. So this is going to make your answers to this final question very interesting. And this is the one we always yeah. ask all our guests. We're going to give you complete blank canvas. We're going to ask you for your dream shirt dream player combination so it can be any player any shirt from any era crossover what would that combination look like for you to to have or to design just i guess you would both why not both yeah yeah so i mean good question um i've always had a thing for boca juniors so like a raquel may boca junior shirt yeah um would be kind of a uh a holy grail shirt for me um maybe one day i'll i'll snag that but um and then to design i think i think really any sort of cult like club who has a a cult player you know really a a club that has the fans are absolutely insane to a maybe a dangerous point um (laughs) to kind of design a shirt for for that and kind of see that shirt being worn in the kind of uh hellscape that so we're is going to turkey you know, I'm, I'm seeing istanbul yeah, so yeah. I think I've, I've answered this with like the chic pastor or, or <laughs> that's right but um yeah i just that's kind of the the, the that side of the game that really is interesting interesting to me you know and we were just in in greece um for shooting for the the greek league uh that we did and we went to a Panathinaikos game uh-huh. um and just being kind of so we, our seats ended up being right next to gate 13. So it was a pretty crazy sort of experience. And I think, obviously, I don't think I could do that every day of my life. But um, seeing that and, and seeing kind of what it, it means to those people, even if, you know, it's not always done in the, in the, in the safest way, um, I think that would be a really cool, really cool thing for me. You see your Panathinaikos shirt covered in mud and blood and, and exactly. shredded. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, like, yeah, like a Panathinaikos shirt would be, if we were given the keys to Panathinaikos design, that, that would be kind of amazing to me. Yeah, very good answers. Can't argue with those. But Robbie, it's been an absolute yeah. pleasure. Like I said, we're going to be sharing all of these shirts that we've spoken about today on, on our socials. Cool. And yeah encourage anyone to have a look at the Icarus website can find you on Twitter as well and in Instagram as well I believe yep yeah that's where you're going to see the most of our stuff is on Instagram that's kind of the uh the uh the the cream of the crop will be on that so amazing so check the Instagram out people but Robbie been an absolute pleasure thank you so much yeah thanks Tom thanks so much for having me It's always interesting to hear it from their perspective because we just buy shirts. We don't see the work that goes into a lot of this stuff. And even if these shirts are not your kind of thing, the one thing you can take from that 
is the amount of hard work they put into it. Obviously, a relatively small team kicking out completely unique designs, especially on the scale of the 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 cup, the tournament that they did. That's it's incredible. And if anybody hasn't looked at some of those shirts, you absolutely have to because some of them are really, really smart. Some of them look like they have sort of like old 90s inspiration with some of them as well. Some of them are just wacky as shit, but they're amazing. But no, all credit to them. With with a relatively small workforce, they're certainly, certainly putting in the work. And yeah, it's good to hear from them. The thing I really like about them is not only are they wacky, but they make sense. Like if you mm. look at the shirts that they make, none of them you're like, well, why have they done that? Or why is that there? They can be completely wacky and colourful, but it all... They, you can tell that they put a lot of thought into the design. And although it's not the Icarus Cup or, in fact, even real life, but one of my favourite shirts that they've done, a, a mock-up for a Pripyat oh, yeah. home shirt, which was the Chernobyl, the town of Chernobyl, which I, I love it. And I, in the, the promotional photos they did for that as well, with the, uh, the shirts out in the woods with the gas masks and stuff, it was, yeah, just incredible. And congratulations to them because it's, it's great that they're they're get. I feel like they get the plaudits they deserve because I've not seen more, any anybody's all. Everybody says good things about their shirts, don't they? Pretty much because they're bespoke and they're beautiful. And I think yeah, it was really interesting to hear from them. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was great to hear, and we wished them the best of luck. We certainly will be watching with close interest to see just how much further they can take that brand. Be great to see them break into some more mainstream European leagues or something like that. Is is the pre-order still open for their Icarus Cup shirts? It is, yeah. And you can find that on Icarus Football on their Instagram. That's the best place to look, as Robbie said. And have a look on their socials as well. They've got the shop on the website as well. And these shirts will all be available for pre-order. And there's loads of them. And that includes their back catalogue of the pro teams they do. And also all these historical concept shirts like the Pripyat. They've got the ancient Egypt one. They've got a load. And also keep an eye out, like Robbie says, they're going to have an ancient Greek league batch of shirts coming very soon. So those for your Hercules fans, those for your Sparta fans, keep your eyes on that. I was just touching on what you said there at the end, Tom. It's such a shame that MLS, uh, Adidas have such a stronghold in the MLS because they would be perfect for that. But I really hope that they break into the mainstream Europe and they get some, they manage to get a couple of teams in the in the top divisions. And and let's be honest, if Castore can get in there, then these boys can definitely <laughs> get in there because at least your badges would be the right way up. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good point. So that kind of leads us on to Scotty Rants. But Scott, you haven't got a rant this week. No, it was, uh, I believe it was episode 72. Then the boys, like most of, most of uh of us football fans, they finally lost faith in England actually doing anything useful. So the bet of waiting for England to win something just wasn't enticing enough. So they made me made me bet that I wouldn't curse for an entire episode. But it was the next one that we recorded. So this is the non-swearing episode. So there's no point in doing a rant if I can't use my local colourful language. So unfortunately, yeah, there's... There's no rant this week. But when I come back next week, then, yeah, we might need to uh, warn Ofcom because there'll be uh, a whole whole episode's worth to come out next week. What what word have you missed saying the most, Scott? Definitely the C word, I would say. (laughs) Even when, when we, well, that's when we started talking about, I thought, I really want to make fun of Tom because Chelsea have been linked to Maguire. And then I was like, can I get through a sentence without swearing that has Harry Maguire in it? It was t- it was tough. That was really like Scott, that was a very Scott, that was a just, very just, just say it. Just say it. That was a very polite ribbing of the fact you've been linked with Harry Maguire. Although I, I did I do kind of hope he goes to West Ham just so that David Moyes can recover his reputation with all United fans because if he signs Harry Maguire, I, I reckon all will be forgiven. I can't take him seriously. <laughs> It's strange, very strange. But Mike, you've got some good news for the listeners. Yes. So anybody who follows us on socials will see that we did a little giveaway. Uh, And firstly, thank you very much to TSPN who donated some incredible looking prizes to us. Um, And we drew the winner earlier today. Um, So we're going to put it out on the socials as well. But the winner is actually... At Jamie Banks, who is a uh, Twitter follower. So, yeah, we'll, we'll put that out on the socials. But 
we if he, if he's listening uh get in touch and give us your information and we'll get the stuff sent out to you he better be bloody listening he better be <laughs> we might not tweet if he's listening he's listening if he's not he doesn't get the prizes <laughs> or m- m- maybe maybe if he's not listening then he gets half <laughs> <laughs> um but to entice him next week or the next coming weeks what have we got coming up on the show so yeah coming up we've got the Wrexham special still in the pipeline if they're not already scared away by what Tom said earlier. Um, But as well as that, we've got a Twitter listener, uh, follower and community member, if you like, in Stan, who is at 10stan1981. He's a big squad number nerd and he's coming on to talk numbers with us. So that will be out in the next couple of weeks as well. But I've said it a couple of times over the last couple of episodes, but this week I am going to launch the next poll, which is to crown the TTKAO shittest shirt of all time. So just as a little bit of a reminder, what we do is we ask everybody to email in. So if you would like to start doing that and you listen to the pod, then the email address is hello at ttkaopod.com. Start getting them in. We want your top five shittest shirts of all time, not your most overrated shirts or ones you want to be kind of quirky and say you hate when everybody else loves we are talking the shittest of the shit that includes you scott no fucking overrated shit all right so <laughs> so i can't i can't just submit five city shirts then <laughs> no you can't we want we want everybody to genuinely think about this there are some absolutely horrendous football shirts that have been designed over the years we we want to see shit we've never seen before just send in the shittest shirts you can possibly think of we want a top five from everybody and then we'll compile it all and put it into a top 20 for a special episode again where we just get to actually talk shit i think this is going to be really difficult for you because the chances of people with this one, especially the chances of people thinking of the same things you're going to get. How many entries did we have the last time? It was oh my a God. thousand shirts or something. Yeah, actual shirts. It was ridiculous. It, it got up to something like 800 shirts or something. It was insane. Well, this, I guarantee you this time it's going to be 8,000 because everybody <laughs> will have a different top five. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm only gonna count the first fifty votes. No, I'm joking. Oh, yeah. Well I know <laughs> you bastards will put my Napoli lip shirt in because I know that's gonna be heavy votes. So. but don't do it. Don't do it, you horrible people. Think, to think be fair, outside their I, box. I think the Maradona fingerprint is worse than the lip one, I have to admit. That the is Christmas one. one. The, the Christmas oh, the, one was shocking. You know yeah, what? but that wasn't. I don't think you can put that in because it wasn't worn in a game. That's not a real football shirt. Mm. I thought. I, th- I th- was it not worn in a game in the Christmas? No, it was worn in some silly winter break. Um, friendly. It wasn't. It's not real. I think, man, if you were going down that alley, you'd really open the door because there's been some. Surely it has to be a competitively used shirt to be classed. I'm just going to let everyone throw in whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, it's let's a get shit shirt. Yeah, yeah, no, no pre-match though, nothing like that. No concept shirts, just football shirts. And we'll say even if it was more than a friendly, then whatever. If it's a really bad shirt, it makes the fucking list. Right. So that wraps up. It was quite a stressful week. I feel. I feel like we went. We really went through it today. Without dad at home to see us all the way home. But Scott, without Adrian around, can we tempt you into signing off for us? No, I didn't swear. They think it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> it <Right>. might be. <laughs> oh, it might be. That's as close as it gets. Just snip that up so it sounds like you said they think it's all over. And he went, it might be. I'm sure I can clip Rabsy Nesbit going, it is new. <laughs> <laughs> Ta da, folks. 